Thursday morning. Joining us now at our studios, we have uh, Northfield's police chief, Mark Elliott. Good, good chief, morning, Jeff. Good thank, morning, listeners. Thank you so much for coming in. Last time I saw you was, oh, about 10 times <laughs> over the weekend for a defeat of Jesse James Days. Our big uh, celebration uh, attracted a lot of people, maybe not as much as it traditionally has in the past, but we had some good crowds everywhere. Uh, from a standpoint of law enforcement and public safety, how did it go for you? Overall, it went pretty well. Um, you know, folks kind of getting back in the swing of uh, community celebrations and, and things like that. Um, a couple little hiccups along the way, but overall it went pretty well. Um, the uh, You know, we're obviously very busy that weekend with uh, all the additional visitors, with roads closed and no parking areas and um, little traffic congestion. So that keeps us a little busy dealing with that. Um, and then just keeping an eye on things and making sure everybody's safe and that there aren't any uh, major safety concerns. Uh, you also gives uh, the public a chance to to see that you have a, a pretty good reserve force, too. They were out in force. That's This is their big weekend to you know be seen. And, uh, boy, they were everywhere. Yeah, we're very fortunate to have a very engaged reserve force. Um, we've got some good officers and sergeants that are involved with that program and help recruit. Um, and then the reserves themselves do a really good job of recruiting other volunteers. So um, that reserve force is all volunteers um, that give of their time to the community. Um, Some of them have an interest in becoming police officers, and um, so they're doing this to get some experience. But we've got some other folks, too, that just uh, it's something that interested them and they want to provide for their community. And we're very fortunate to have them because they really do – supplement our force quite a bit for these special celebrations in town yeah yeah and they were noticeable it was uh, good to see uh good to see northfield's uh, public safety people out and about uh let's talk about a new program that uh, has been started up it's called the lights out program and it's kind of a different take on enforcing uh traffic enforcement yeah we've been talking about this for a couple months now and it's a program that uh, started in the metro and um, there's quite a few metro communities that participate Um, we just got this underway here uh, about six weeks ago and uh, so far it's going well so the lights on program what it does when our officers make a traffic stop for somebody that has a light that is out headlight brake light tail light um something like that, uh, which which can be a big safety concern um, for other motorists. Uh, those lights help us see and be seen um, and help other drivers know what we're doing, if we're turning, if we're stopping, that type of thing. So really help prevent accidents quite a bit and make for safer travel. So our officers, if they find a vehicle with that out, um, where traditionally we would stop them, give them a fix-it ticket where they needed to get that item fixed um, and then come back and show that it's fixed. We have a new lights on voucher program where the officer can issue a voucher, um, which allows that person to go and get that light fixed uh, at no cost to them um, up to $250. So with that program, um, what we find is sometimes when we stop people and they've got the, these lights out, they, they can't afford to get them fixed. Um, it's a little different than when I was younger, and I can remember going and buying a, a $6.99 headlight to throw in, and it was four screws and a plug, and that was it. Well, <laughs> technology and LED lights and all of that type of thing it make make that a little different, and, um, and some folks just can't afford to get that fixed. So um, with that uh, program, we're able to help folks. We're very fortunate that we had many local garages here in Northfield that agreed to be part of the program. Um, So 
we've been underway for about six weeks. We've only given out a handful of the vouchers so far, um, but it's been pretty well received. Yeah, I would think uh, better than a ticket if you do get uh, stopped by that. So the, re- the reaction from the motorists themselves that uh, get these vouchers has been positive? It has been. And, uh, of course, our goal for, for doing this is, is driver safety. Mm-hmm. We want everybody to be safe on the roads. And the fact that we are uh, have the availability now um, to give them that voucher, which can help them um, to be safe and to be compliant with the traffic uh, equipment laws is a good thing. You have, uh, switching to a different topic here, uh, last week, a week and a half ago or so at the uh, city council meeting, you had a, a new police officer that was introduced and sworn in. Tell us about her. Yeah, we're pretty fortunate. Um, whenever we hire a new officer, we always do a formal uh, swearing-in ceremony where they take the oath of office. We do it in front uh, of the council. Um, it's a good opportunity for our community to celebrate uh, a new officer to be part of our community, but also really nice for the for the officer's family um, to kind of recognize their achievement mm-hmm. in completing school and getting hired. Um, so Officer Bolkin uh, came to us with a little prior experience um, at, in a non-sworn position as a park ranger uh, for Dakota County Parks, um, and actually hit this morning. In we had uh, several of her coworkers or former coworkers that showed up, so it was nice to see that support that she had. Um, but prior to that, she had some uh, time that she worked in a group home and as a personal care attendant, working with folks with um, all sorts of disabilities um, and autism. Um, so really, bringing a good caregiver background, um, which is a lot of the work that our officers do in working with people that have um, special needs. Mm -hmm. So uh, she brings a lot of good experience there. And she was actually um, similar to several of our officers, had gone to college for uh, another degree. So she was went to college for sports management, um, spent some time working um, in sports management before she decided that she wanted to do something else. She wanted to do something where she felt like she was more connected with community um, and able to serve her community a little more. So we're very fortunate to have her. Yeah, it's interesting the different roads, different paths people take to get to their hopefully final uh career path (laughs) and we're hoping for some more you know we've got a hiring process going right now um and it closes on september 22nd uh so we're hoping to get some more good candidates in you know this is a really tough time for hiring for police right now um but our numbers overall in the profession are are down um, for applicants but we're we're hopeful that we'll get some some good applicants coming in and uh, down the line we're hoping that our work with the Northfield Community College Collaborative in starting a law enforcement program right here in Northfield um, with a focus on serving those that aren't traditional college students um, will really pay off and that we'll be able to have some more um, local homegrown talent um, coming to our force. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second because they just had their first day of school like everybody else had their first day of school recently. Um, we are pleased with the numbers. There are people showing up for this and uh, uh, the uh, I guess the area of enthusiasm, I don't know if you've worked directly with them since that first day of school or talked with uh, any of the directors or teachers, but uh, what's the uh, I guess the early take on that? Well, the early take is we're up and running and that's the great part. Um, to get a new college program um, underway and started and approved by the state college system um, really comes back to a lot of work done by the Northfield Community College Collaborative. Uh, Sarah Lee is heading that up with this program right now and she's done a great job of getting everybody started. Um, Katie Tice who is in that program lead 
position before did a great job of undertaking this mm-hmm. and uh, really working with uh, Riverland Community College. Um, we worked locally uh, alongside uh, Faribault and police department and the rice county sheriff's office to say hey we really have this need locally we want to see this happen um so yeah like you said they got started uh, a little over a week ago with their first class uh i think they have about seven students in this class um that's starting and we've already heard from some other folks that they're really happy it's here and uh, there's some other folks interested uh they'll look into jumping into the program in future semesters all right sounds like uh, a positive start for them We certainly hope so. We like the way it's going. (laughs) Let's talk about that hiring. Continuing on, but uh, changing topics just a little bit. Uh, We heard from Richard this morning. We've talked about this week. The city is putting their budget together for 2022, and uh, there's going to be a significant increase in the overall uh, levy that uh, they are going to have this year, and it's proposed to be... Well, no higher than, what, 15.9% of everyone gets hired. And included with that, uh, and that's and folks, that's not a, uh, that's not a done deal yet. They, they still have to work everything out. But including in that is uh, the police department and perhaps a new, uh, another additional police officer. Uh, tell us about that and what's going on with your perspective. Yeah, so um, as as you mentioned, we've got a long way to go on the city side for the budget before we get to a final number, and we're a little behind um, this year. I think Ben talked about that uh, on the radio too. Um, so there'll be definitely some uh, honing of that budget as we go through. But the police officer position that I'm asking for is based on a 2019 department study that was done by an outside firm um, that the city brought in to examine the workings of the police department. Where are we at? How do things work? Um, are we staffed correctly? Um, those types of things. And at that time, back in 2019, they had said that we were one officer short uh, for where we should be based on um, on metrics that they examined, such as our, our call response time, our overall call volume, number of officers we have, shift schedules that we have. And we've done some tweaking and uh, quite a few adjustments based on that, that study to try to uh, make sure we have an efficient and, and well-run police department. But one of them that uh, we haven't been able to uh, meet yet is that hiring of additional police officer. Um, And we think that that's very important. Um, We want to be able to serve our community well. Um, We want to have enough uh, officers within the force that we can meet all of the call demands that come in, um, as well as uh, make sure we don't have burnout in our officers. the job of police officer can be very stressful, obviously involves shift work. Um, you know, a couple of people have asked me about that. And um, one of the things when you're talking about shift work and the work that our patrol officers do is, um, you know, if you have uh, an accountant position, say mm-hmm. here at the radio station, and if they're gone on Tuesday, they can probably do their work on Wednesday. Um, if we have a patrol officer gone on Tuesday, uh, we can't hold 911 calls till Wednesday till that officer comes back. <laughs> uh, it just doesn't work. So a lot of times that means that our officers have to pick up you know, that additional slack, but it also means sometimes we need to force somebody in or have somebody work that overtime shift, which of course, when we're we're all working under stressful times right now. Um, and that time off and time to recharge is important. So um, that study looked at that and, and said that this is a number that you should be at for a community this size and your call volume. Um, so we're just trying to meet that. 
Uh, Northfield's police chief, Mark Elliott, is with us right now. Uh, chief, I also want to ask you about, uh, by the way, a couple of things about that. Uh, you, you referenced uh, Ben Martig's interview that was yesterday, and he uh, did a great job of explaining kind of where they're at and what they, what they need to do. You can go back and listen to that on our website if, you would, uh, if you'd like. I want to also talk about an event, uh, kind of a thank you for the uh, first responders. Yeah, that's a, a fun event that we have coming up on October 7th. Um, we were uh, approached by Hosanna Church in Dundas Northfield here, mm-hmm. and it's something that uh, Hosanna has done and some of the other communities are a part of. And uh, they want to do an event that just, as they put it, lifts up uh, the first responders in the community. So um, we're going to uh, work with them on that event and invite um our fire department, our EMS crews, and uh, just have a fun event at Spring Creek Park uh, on October 7th from 5 to 7 p.m. Um, we're going to have games, a DJ, food, and just an opportunity for our officers to connect with people in the community and an opportunity for people in the community to come out and, and meet us and have a good time. All right. And what's the date on that again? It'll be October 7th okay. from 5 to 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. at Spring Creek Park. All right. Sounds like a, a fun time. It should be. Yeah, I would think so. Hey, one other thing I'm going to throw out there at you. I we, just, we didn't go over this uh, before we went on the air, but you mentioned the first responders and the people on the front line in the, uh, the battle against, uh, you know, the pandemic against COVID. Right now, they're, they've got $250 million, and by they, I mean the legislature, the state, in their coffers, and they're trying to figure out who to, to give that to right now. And uh, there's no question that the, uh, the first responders and the people working that front line will be remembered when they finally get everything out. But uh, boy, is it, do you have a, a plug for the workers and, and the work that you have seen people do uh, on that front line? You know, the, interesting you bring that up, Jeff. Um, there's been a lot of discussion about those folks that have had to go to work every day mm-hmm. um, during this pandemic. And we talk about the important role that a lot of our um, retail folks have played and mm-hmm. making sure that when we're all stuck at home, we still can have food and paper supplies and those different things that, um, you know, we had shortages of, but they made sure they were stocked and we were up uh, up to speed on that. Our healthcare workers played a vital role in showing up and take care of our sick um, to the role to win we finally started rolling out vaccines and they showed up every day and we're helping get shots in arms and take care of folks. Um, and I think our first responders have played a big role in that too, from responding to medicals to continuing to patrol our streets and for our EMS providers to show up on calls, um, our fire department being there whenever we need them. Um, so certainly they have played a part in that too. All right. Uh, Chief, thank you so much for coming in. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? No, that's, that's about it. Um, um, I know we've speaking of celebrations, we've got the Hispanic Heritage Celebration coming in. The mm-hmm. library has put a ton of work into this and effort, and it's coming up on Saturday. I look forward to seeing some folks out there. I'm not going to miss a chance to go out there and see uh, a good celebration and take advantage of a f- few food trucks out there, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, by the way, 74 and sunshine all day Saturday. They've got perfect weather for it that. It does sound perfect. Right at Central Park from 11 to 5, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Chief, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Northfield Police Chief Mark Elliott. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN Northfield.